Welcome to Season 3, Episode 23 of the Family Travel Australia Podcast. We are Paul, Katie and Jasper from the Feel Good Family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia. It's people, places and cultures. Welcome. Hello again. All right. What an exciting time of the year this is. Christmas is in the air, the festive season's upon us, all of the tinsel, <laughs> the decorations, the Thank Christmas you. carols. Well, hey, to be fair, we have Christmas carols playing just about every day throughout the year between you and Jasper and your love for Christmas carols. Look, it, it's uh, a little bit of an exaggeration, but <laughs> I, I would admit once a week, Jasper requests the boob, mm-hmm. the boobly, the Christmas edition album. It's very good. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm with him on that. I do think that Michael Boobly's Christmas album is probably one of the best ones out there. Hey, in Net Tassie mm. in March mm. at the start of COVID when everything just went from like a normal world as we knew it to lockdown overnight and people were scared and it just was this really eerie feeling. Mm. I have such fond memories of playing Michael Bublé's Christmas album. <laughs> we literally were only allowed to go out to grocery shop. So any time that we went out to grocery shop, which yes. was every couple of days because, to be fair, we could only get, like, one of each item. Yes, one toilet paper roll. So we were going every couple of days to the grocery store, which was, like, this really great weird little outing that we did but we'd play Michael Bublé Mm. Christmas carols in March and it was just really comforting. I think because it was our audible escape with Jasper eventually knowing every word and uh, syncopated rhythm and harmony to the boob Mm. so it was um, enjoyable for us to have that little escape in our own um, cells as well with Jasper so buoyant about yeah. Christmas and carols and singing and Santa and all of it. You're right. Yeah. You know what else was good. cool about that mm. is that we had to drive past Mount Wellington. Well, actually, we didn't drive past it, but where we were driving to the grocery store, mm. Mount Wellington was like right there, right there. Um, and so over that period of those few months that we were in lockdown in Tassie, we would watch Mount Wellington change with the season and towards the end it had snow on top which was pretty cool pretty amazing isn't it and I think we should actually take the opportunity to thank Michael uh, (laughs) if you're listening are you listening (laughs) Um, yeah you have been our saviour this year. Yeah, definitely. We've loved listening to you. And I have to say, I think Jasper particularly loves your surname because it has boobies in it and he finds that very, very funny (laughs) and also comforting too, I think. (laughs) All right. Shall we uh, get on with the podcast? Let's do it. We are actually talking about Christmas, this Mm -hmm. podcast, so we're not just off on some random tangent as we normally are. No, well, that's uh, inevitable, isn't it? (laughs) The uh, travel podcast that travels sideways occasionally. Okay, so getting ready for Christmas in a caravan is such an exciting space to work in because you've only got 17 square metres, you've only got, you know, 
really only three walls, if that. <laughs> and uh, so it's it's not a hard space to to fill quickly, but it is a little bit of a challenge in making it really look great without looking cluttered. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I think that's pretty much every single day living full-time in a caravan is finding that balance between having stuff around you that makes you feel good and makes it feel like home Mm. and having too much stuff so then it feels cluttered and, you know, a bit stressful. So there is a bit of a balance, um, particularly at this time of year. My boys love this time of year so when I first pulled out the decorations Paul basically said to me you're kidding me that's all you've got it it was a yeah (laughs) slightly on the average side there was a couple of strings of lights no tree no tinsel yeah I was a little little disappointed yeah well we've since picked ourselves up a few more decorations something I'm really excited about this year is that we've got a beautiful wreath that we've attached to our screen door, which yes. looks gorgeous. I'm surprised that you, when you said, I'm going to get a reef for the door, I thought, oh, here we go. Uh, but it was, it's quite... You need to trust your wife. <laughs> I do. Seriously. I do. It was quite thin and it's really good. It is really good. It's actually, it's not the one that I really wanted to get. I've been doing some research mm-hmm. online and there's actually some really beautiful Australian stuff out there, Um, wreaths that are made with, you know, the Australian natives and the eucalypt leaves. And I really wanted to find something that looked like that. And I couldn't, unfortunately, find something like that in the store that we went to. And I'd probably left it too late to order online. I should say, though, Jasper and I had an amazing time. Uh, We're currently on the Gold Coast in Queensland. And we stopped into a huge Christmas store warehouse on the Gold Coast to pick up some extra bits and pieces after Paul said, it wasn't good enough, but I'd already done. No, um, to make the van feel more Christmassy. And it was so cute. We walked into the store and it's just, as you can imagine, wall to wall, ceiling to floor, Christmas decorations, everything Christmassy you can imagine. And the front part of the shop, we're walking around and Jasper says to me, Mum, just this just isn't feeling Christmassy enough for me. And I said to him... He's my boy. Are you kidding me? Like... Look at us. All, all we can see is red and green. Like, how can this not feel Christmassy? And then we walk out into the back half of the store. Well, it was probably more than half. It was like the back three quarters of the store of this warehouse. And we walk in and I just look at him and his jaw literally drops to the ground and he's got these massive, big, wide eyes and all that comes out of his mouth is, whoa. <laughs> I said to him, is this Christmassy enough for you? It was amazing. Wow. Christmas trees everywhere, Christmas trains, you know, all of those beautiful um, ornaments that you you plug in and they've got the music and the, the little village, you know, with the train going around and the carousels and snow, more snow globes than you've ever seen. Like it was amazing. So we had a fantastic time in there. 
My favourite part was when he got home to tell me about it. He's just yelling from the car, Dad, 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 the Christmas tour, this. And there was this inflatable Santa. There was a Santa <laughs> that uh, is the main entry point to this store that is about four storeys high. It is the it largest amazing. inflatable Santa. Yeah. I think you will ever see anywhere. So that, um, yeah, it was pretty exciting. We had fun. To hear the joy that he yeah, had yeah. just experienced. Actually, on that inflatable Santa, I had to take a couple of photos to actually get Jasper in and also the Santa in the photo. Um, I'll pop them up this week on our yes. Instagram and Facebook stories, so check it out. They're in two halves because he was so... He's big. massive. Mm. Okay, so we, we'll get back on... To our, to our notes. Our notes, yeah. So I should actually mention that we aren't in our caravan. And so you can hear the interesting room acoustics. Oh, yes. We're not in a bathroom, but we are in a, a little cabin, actually. We've been enjoying some camping out of the van for the last few days. Yeah, so hence the uh, the audio yeah, bear with Change. us on that. So alongside decorating the van, we also decided to get a little bit festive and create DIY salt dough decorations and gift tags mm-hmm. and also whip up some Christmas gingerbread and bake it on the weather. Yes, and both of these activities were heaps of fun and really hands-on great activities to do with Jasper. So if you do have little people at home, they're honestly two of the easiest recipes. Um, so you can't really go wrong. We will give you an update on our gingerbread in a little bit. But um, as far as the salt dough decorations go, if you haven't heard of salt dough, it's pretty amazing actually. And there are a heap of variations to making salt dough we opted for a super simple one that we could do we actually just did it on a picnic table outside the van we were staying at the Broadwater tourist park so it was just beautiful on the water's edge there Uh, basically salt and flour and water and what you're doing is you're adding those ingredients and and making a dough Um, and it forms really quickly again super simple ingredients so Jasper was in charge of the mixing bowl We actually opted to add in some of our essential oils. doTERRA does a beautiful Christmas blend called Holiday Joy. Christmas in a bottle, I call it. It is so So amazing. In fact, it is so amazing that I diffuse it throughout the year, not just at Christmas time. It's actually become my blend of choice for the diffuser that we have in our toilet bathroom area one because it smells so delicious and two it's really good at minimizing any odor from the Mm. toilet so anyway i digress um so we added in our essential oils to the dough and basically what you do is you mix it and then you get your hands in there and you knead it into this awesome dough you roll it out as you would if you were making biscuits and then you can cut out any shapes that you want using cutty cookers no (laughs) cookie cutters (laughs) uh but i i tell you what was fun about that was jasper as much as he loved getting his hands into the dough he just couldn't wait to make shapes oh 
Yes, that seriously is the best part. Um, so we had a variety of different shapes and we cut them all out. Now, because we were making gift tags, so what we're going to do is we're going to put these salt dough gift tags on the gifts that we give to family, but they also double as ornaments that you can hang on the tree. So we needed to put a little hole in them. We used a drinking straw for that just to pop a little hole in them. And we also stamped them. We bought some rubber stamps and an ink pad. And we ended up cutting out enough of them to give one to each of his cousins. And so we stamped the initial of their first name. Very cool. Yeah, it was so good. And, and I must admit, I, I was a little doubtful of how these would look. I thought these will look like a kid's craft. They kind of, You know, how, how those things are, you know, adorable but messy and <laughs> normally a bit average. Wow, spoken like a true parent. <laughs> But, you know, and you're like, wow. Uh, but they actually looked fantastic, particularly yeah. once you guys had put the ribbon, the ribbon on, on and put them around, you know, as gift tags around yeah. the the uh, gift bags. I thought, wow, that looks really fantastic. And you can actually see a, a picture of that uh, on our website yeah. and view the recipe there. Yeah, in our blog section on the website, mm-hmm. you're right. So basically, once you've cut them out, there are a couple of ways to dry them. If you are more impatient and you want them done quickly, you can pop them on a really low heat in an oven for quite a few hours and it will basically just dry the salt dough out so that it becomes really hard. Mm. Um, We air dried ours for a few days, so that's a really easy way to do it. Just leave them out and, and they will air dry. We also pop them in the Weber just to give them a little push along a little finishing touch i think being located on the broad water right you know on the water's like edge the salt water yeah yeah that was it was quite a humid yeah. few days so giving them an extra 15 minutes in the weather was a good idea yeah just gave them a little boost but um as paul said all the details are on our website and i mean gosh if you google salt dough christmas ornaments People do amazing things. Mm. There are some really beautifully decorated ones. So, look, you could whip up a batch for the kids to knock their socks off with and do whatever they want. And if then you really wanted to create something special, you could, you know, have an adult's version. Mm. Great idea. And just super simple. Oh, so simple Mm. and fun and a bit messy, which kids love too. Yeah. And doing it outside made it, you know, it didn't matter. Yeah, look, and... Again, it's it's all about, um, for us, one, being in a caravan. So we don't have space to be accumulating presents and stuff that we would ordinarily do if we were living, you know, in a fixed address. So being able to make something, home making a gift, it not only saves on space as well and money, of course, but it's, a, it's really beautiful. There's nothing better than giving somebody a gift that you have created, whether that is a tiny little Christmas ornament or, you know, something more extravagant. It's really awesome. Mm. And the other great recipe that you guys whipped up was the gingerbread. And again, cooking on the Weber. Mm. So easy. It went really, really well. Yeah, kind Uh, of. (laughs) Yeah, until the end. Until the end. I mean, again, super simple recipe handful of ingredients a really great one to get the kids involved in you're cutting out those shapes again um 
the details of the recipe that we used are on our website and we did bake them in the Weber, which was fantastic. Mm. They got a little bit friendly on the baking tray, so they ended up all sort of touching each other and we kind of had to um, coax them apart. It's a good tip. We possibly needed to leave a couple of centimetres between each of the different shapes, the two gingerbread and the stars and yeah, the reindeer, right. and they did kind of meld into... One another. Yeah, one they did. Friendly one big biggie. Santa's village. Yeah. yeah, they did. I mean, it is, I guess, the probably the only downsides to having a Weber Q, which is the little baby Weber, is that you are limited to space under mm. there. So a uh, few bickies at a time. We did two batches. Um, but to be honest, they turned out great, really, considering it was our first time making them on the Weber. And they were super delicious. But that, that salt air the humidity it got us again didn't it it did and it literally was like a ginger stack yeah they all just stuck so together stuck together in the container <laughs> yeah and uh and we were like oh, this looks terrible and jasper yells out from the background we can still break them and eat them yeah yeah there was <laughs> no course. way he was letting those babies go no. look we did have grand plans to uh gift bag them up for family and use our salt dough ornaments as the gift tags. We, I think, are going to have to make another batch of gingerbread closer to Christmas to be able to do that. <laughs> Which is great because I'll be off my cleanse then as oh, well. Yeah. Hey, I might jump in with a quick cleanse update because it's not in our notes, but uh, otherwise I will have forgotten it. I did not tackle the exercise this week. Naughty boy. Yeah, I know. You can call me slacko. But I have stuck to the plan. Yeah. The eating plan, uh, no drinking, uh, the food intake is very good, very healthy. I mean, there's no cheese, no dairy. It's, you know, I'm, I'm smack on track with that. Um, I did lose another 700 grams, which is great. I think this is going to be a little bit of a, a marathon opposed to a sprint. Well, and it, you know to, what be, I mean? to be honest, it probably should be like yeah, that. Yeah, I've only really just thought about that, but that's okay. I think what this is really helping me do is set up some new habits. Yes. For... 2021 you know new year new beginning you know hopefully some some positive changes for for everyone well and for it to be sustainable too i mean we've all been there where we've tackled something and we're going gung-ho and it's like this full-on epic whether it's a diet or an exercise program or whatever it is and you get a little bit of the way through and you think holy Mm, dooly this is too hard and you give up right then you beat yourself up and like it's just this vicious cycle yourself with Exactly, exactly. We have all been Mm, there. So to do it as a marathon, like you say, Paul, is so much smarter because Mm. then it does become just about new habits. It it becomes about being sustainable and it becomes about, you know, a new daily routine. You're setting yourself up for success. Definitely. Uh, The only other thing that I was going to say is that I have still been exercising, but primarily walking. Mm, We've done a heap of that. Yeah, uh, but I will absolutely arc up. I yeah. need to get that. I've got a, a program that's only a 10-minute version of low-intensity body weight exercises. Mm. Uh, so I, I will get onto that this week and hopefully make a little more of a dent. Yeah, look, we can definitely see a difference in you. You know, the clarity and all of that as well. I'm sure you have noticed your mental clarity and... And all of that. So yeah, no, I'm, well. I'm I'm feeling good. Great, awesome. Keep it up. 
Okay, let's get on to caravan hacks before we wrap this week up. Let's just give you guys a really uh, bite-sized version of mm. four hacks that have really helped us create a living space that feels like a home and feels like a home we love. Yeah, that's right. I think this became really apparent for us when we uh, got the new van and then we hit the road straight away out to Outback Queensland and it's just kind of been go, 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 go. We didn't really give ourselves the opportunity to turn the van into a home and it is our home. We're in it 24-7. Well, except for right now, but anyway, (laughs) technicality. Um, So... I've been thinking about this for a while. Actually, while we were in Rockhampton last time, Jasper and I hit the shops to pick up a few things that I knew would really help in creating that environment. Very inexpensive as well. So you don't have to go out and spend a bucket load of money to do this. Number one, photo decals. So for Father's Day, Jasper and I organised for Paul a series of beautiful photo decals printed on a linen material that are easily removable on and off your walls. So I couldn't wait to get them up. And what we did was we chose a selection of images from our time on the road, the beautiful places we've been, sunsets, sunrises, some of those really magic memories. And now they're up on the wall and that instantly makes it feel more like home. Number two, linen absolutely love how linen can change the environment so on our main bed i picked out some beautiful blue and white linen real summer feel it complements the interior colors of the van really beautifully i think the good point here too is that you still have that white aspect to it but not so much white that it's going to show up yeah look just as dirty feet that's right i mean this main bed is a hard space to keep clean because it's more than just a bed it's a play space it's a storage space it's you know it's the one place where if you're going to get something dirty it's going to be there so thinking about that when you're purchasing linen is a really good tip Um, but also you want something that really makes your environment feel beautiful too I did pick up a few extra pillows that um, I'm sure at some point will become a bit of a pain in the butt because I'm moving them all the time but they do make it look really beautiful it's worth having a look at the YouTube clip for this week I know we say this every week Um, but the 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 imagery there the amount of comments uh, on email Mm that you've had from people asking where did you buy that Mm. and by the way that was that spotlight yeah it was and again it was um not expensive on sale too which is always a bonus okay number three stick on whiteboard um we had a big whiteboard up in our first van which was fantastic we use it um for personal reasons you know shopping lists reminders that sort of thing we also use it for business purposes so it's a great way to have our to-do lists and our notes and all of those our deadlines up there visible for us all to be able to see in the new van though there wasn't really a space where we could put a traditional whiteboard up on the wall because of the way that the cupboards are so we needed something really thin jasper and i found in office works it's actually a roll of adhesive whiteboard which is super cool. So cool yeah so we've popped that actually on the front of our freezer which is great. It's super visible. It's also out of reach of little fingers, Mm -hmm. which is good as well when you've got kids in the van. Okay, the next one is 
well, for me personally, organizing our essential oils a little bit better. We've got a really big, beautiful box with all of our essential oils in there on the kitchen bench. But I wanted to pull out the oils that we use in our cooking and also in our beverages as well to make them far easier to access and also a lot more visible. So I just picked up some little caddies, some little bamboo caddies from Kmart. Mm. And now we've got our cooking and drinking oils on the bench separately. And we also have our little caddies beside each of our sides of the main bed in our nooks for the oils that we like to use at night time or first time in the morning as well. It not only gives them a home, but it, it really makes it travelable. Yes, that's right. Well, and that's a good point. When it's time to pack up the van for travel, I've just got a big empty cardboard box and I put all of our oil boxes inside that. It goes under the table area right in the middle of the van where you should really wait there and it's super easy. So there you go. I mean, there's only four of our current caravan hacks. We really should do a a top 10 hacks because, Mm. I mean, over this first 15 months on the road, there has been some amazing tips and tricks and hints and ideas that have been shared with us or that we've just figured out as we have been traveling full time. So we might save that for early January. Yeah, that's a great idea. I mean, so many awesome hacks around storage too. Mm. So I actually want to take some time over Christmas and the new year period where hopefully... We have a minute to just chill out and get organised a bit to really get the van sorted from a storage point of view. So excellent idea for an episode. Brilliant. Now, we did mention last week that we're also going to do an episode called Finish Your Year Before It Starts. Yes. So stay tuned for that because it really is a gift of an idea Mm. uh, that... Uh, was given to us many years ago when we actually first started dating, and it's by your parents actually. That's right, and it's something that uh, we've continued to do each year with the purpose and intention of creating a blueprint or a roadmap for the year ahead before it begins. It's a wonderful tool, and we will share the details with that with a downloadable PDF, and we will have that for you next week. Ooh, all right, awesome. Okay, we'll wrap it up for this week. We hope that you are gearing up for Christmas, that your family is safe and well. And from our family to you and yours, dream big, look after yourself. And happy trails. Feel the journey, feel the love.